0: My next guest they are on the phone. Are educators turned entrepreneurs? Are the epitome of the turn power couple. This dynamic duo started a business business together in the early '20s, and within three years, grew it to a million-dollar business, and only in only two years later, a multi-million-dollar business. They're owners of Holt and Holt Entrepreneurship. They are also owners of Holt Custom Homes. They are working. They are a working real estate in the thriving city of Huntsville, Alabama. I've been to Huntsville, Alabama, so I'm not. I'm not joking around when I use the term thriving city of Huntsville, Alabama. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation because they are the stars of their own series, are featured on their own series. Just in case somebody gets upset when I use the word stars, love and marriage, Huntsville. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Melody and Martel Holt
1: hello
2: hi hello there hello there well first of all we'll 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 take that we'll take that um
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know you know and and you got to because guess it's by branding and marketing and guess what When i read your bio you guys truly understand that you're not afraid to step out and 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 go take your 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 careers and opportunities down a different lane and that's really important so
1: well thank you so much for that we appreciate that and thank you for having us on your show today
0: well, uh, first of all, it's is a, is a thankful for me because, you know, when you build a brand and, and you get out there and you, it, it has to have some relevancy and some people say you should do Rashawn McDonald's show, Money Making Conversation show. Because when I started the platform three years ago, you know, I, I had my celebrity friends call in and, and I didn't know even know why I was talking to them. You know, just they were calling <laughs> in and hey Rashawn. And I, after hey Rashawn, it went, okay what are we going to talk about. So I had to develop a point of view. And my point of view is to bring talented individuals, you guys, not only are, you know, celebrities from a, a from a TV standpoint, but you're celebrities in the entrepreneurship world. And that's where I that's where I live in entrepreneurship as well as entertainment. And so I wanted to bring you on the show both of you because it's a power couple. I love bringing power couples on the show because it's really about communication. Mm-hmm. It's about bringing it. Because you bring your work home and you take your work away from home and you need, have to learn when to stop working. And so I wanted to start off because I had Carlos King. He was on the show yesterday. He's the creator, executive oh, producer. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was on the show.
1: Carlos King <laughs> now. Come on now.
0: <laughs> he was on the show yesterday and I told him that I was going to be interviewing you guys. And uh he said, wow. He said, they – Tell us how you guys created, how did the, How was the relationship that you guys uh, have start out with Carlos King?
1: Well, you know, it's so um just very interesting and amazing because we actually met Carlos King five years ago. Right. And when we sat down and met with him, it was for a consultation to pitch this show idea that we had that was really based off of us, our family and our business and interest in this industry called the property preservation industry, which is a multi billion dollar industry, right? Right. So we met with him, pitched our show, showed him our treatment and he loved, you know, he loved the idea. He said, you know, you guys look like you would be great on TV. But to be honest, the first thing he said was, you know, what do you say, Martin? Uh, he,
2: he said, you guys want to be on um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> and, and Martel
1: was like, uh, no, I want to keep my wife. And so at that time, yeah, yeah. And so at that time, it was a lot of um, breakups and stuff, relationship issues going on and um, on Housewives. And Martel was like, oh, uh, I want to keep my wife. right, right. So anyway, right. we met with him. And then over the years, we just continue to reach out to Carlos, continuing to sell Huntsville, to sell the whole brand, showing him what's happening in Huntsville, what's happening with our family dynamic. And, you know, we just, you know, we really pushed the idea and it doesn't happen overnight all the time. You know, now we have a show on the Oprah Winfrey Network and we're so thankful and excited about that. And. You know, just thankful for that opportunity, but it took a long time of us staying in contact and pushing what we thought would be a great idea. And
2: then when we speak about pushing, you know, we hired our own staff to, you know, record us and things of that nature for us to do like sizzles and things like that. So it was, it was, it was work. It was work, um, so like Melody mentioned, doesn't happen overnight. So we really have to put work in to accomplish the goal. And the goal was to get a show. And we got it. Well, so no, mission accomplished. And on to the next thing.
0: Absolutely. The cool thing about it, you go, okay, Huntsville, Alabama, the birthplace of Alabama, uh, population with about 200,000 population. But then you start yeah. digging into Alabama, high tech, you know, the legacy of the space program is what? out of Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. A lot of people don't know that. The reason I know that was that when I left IBM, uh, in '86 to become a mm. comic on the road, I used to come through Huntsville, Alabama, to perform. Yeah. So when I walked, when I went into that market, you know, it's it's, it's, it's totally different from any other city in uh, Alabama because of that high tech, and the oh, I, yeah. I totally agree. And,
2: and it, we yeah. have the um, we have the number two research park,
0: um, in, in the, the country. country. Uh huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Second that, largest research park in the
0: country, and I'm sure that you know when when you when you came to college, college just like anybody else, Huntsville, Alabama. What's going on in Huntsville, Alabama? Why would you he, better
1: <laughs> believe it. You know, that's They're why he,
0: they come out here and see cows and horses and things and of that it. nature. And that's it. We
1: absolutely. Have that now. Don't that, get it twisted. We do have that. Absolutely. But that's not it. <laughs> then you got
0: good food too and great barbecue. All that good stuff down there in Huntsville. But yeah, that, that's why he looked at an attractive couple. There was a modern. That there was a go getter. That's why he went. You won't be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. He was trying to pull y'all into Atlanta, not knowing that oh. he hadn't done his research yet. I'm not saying anything negative because everybody knows what they know. I just happened to know it because, guess what? I was a road comic. I, w- I went through all the cities in America telling my jokes. And when I got to Huntsville, Alabama, it opened my, my eyes because every restaurant chain that you can find in Houston or Dallas was in Huntsville, Alabama. The the the, the intellectual or uh. uh, cons, uh, uh I was in Alabama and I realized it all sitting around that high tech environment that's sitting right there in little old northern Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. And that's where you two are. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, sir. That's very true. And
1: that's one of the things you know that for us is so awesome. Is actually, you know, it's easy, certain markets, to get a show in, like your Atlanta, your L.A., your New York. Right. But (laughs) we're doing something right here in Alabama, and I think that's part of the significance of our program and of our show.
0: Well, guess what? I'm very happy about the show. I know know the finale ended in uh, November, and so I know it's not on right now. But let's talk about the entrepreneurship side of you two, and also the fact that you guys were former school teachers, correct?
1: That's correct. Yes. Yeah, I have a degree in
2: secondary education English, and I have a degree in special education. And I gave that teaching thing what a year and a half. Two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was tough. Let's uh, say that okay. it was it was tough. It was very challenging, you know, dealing with the um, the kids of today.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> let's talk about that because, like, my degree is in mathematics. Okay, my minor is in sociology. I went to school and and I was I was under the thought process that that's where I was supposed to, I was supposed to do. I don't forget going to college, hey. I love the fact that I have a math degree. But that doesn't mean that's your final journey. And that's what I love about you guys' story. You know, you are educators. So you're out there shaping minds. And so and your mind said, this is the direction I should go. But, but what made the twist? What 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 made that turn? Because, you know, the, 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 the actually you were working in the environment of your career choice. Why that's was right. there a change? You know, um, I'll
1: start first and let Martel answer from my point of view You know, I don't feel like there's something set for you and that's your only path and that's your only way. People can be versatile, right? I think that for us, even though we were in the classroom, we also ultimately still had that business side to us. Because you got to think, keep in mind, when we were teaching, you know, we started a lawn care business. We, you know, gained over 50 residential clients that we were cutting lawns after school and on the weekends, running this business, LLC it, creating um, marketing material and things of that nature. You know, we were doing all of that while we were teaching. And then we went on to gain some commercial clients in the lawn care field. Right. Um, cleaning certain offices like dental offices and things like that um, at night and on the weekend. So we, though we had degrees in education within us, it was still, when you say, Martell, that business sense and business side to us.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, Mel and I, we both are entrepreneurs at heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the the, the key to a lot of our success right there is no one had to coach us to be entrepreneurs. It was already within. So, it's, we're going to do multiple things. So us teaching, it's like we have to do something else. And also we wanted a better lifestyle as well other than, you know, the $30,000, dollars some 1000 dollars salary right, that we were right. getting from teaching. Mm-hmm. And then teaching, too, you know, it's, it's not only full-time, but it's like overtime. And you don't get paid overtime for right. For being a school teacher, for grading you know?
1: papers and creating lesson plans,
2: <laughs> and also you know, coming out of your pocket of so, to pay for things. So my heart that goes out to teachers right now, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm hopefully one day I'll be starting and I will be starting a program to assist um, teachers in, and I, I guess you know get, getting better pay,
0: you know, getting mm-hmm. better, more money and things of that nature because teachers they do a lot, and also come out of their pockets. I was saying because of the fact that you know the just because a kid goes to school don't mean they have the proper supplies, don't mean they have the opportunity to be able to, you know, learn the curriculum because of the fact that you have to come out of your pocket and get some extra paperwork or buy a book. And, you know, you you, you tend to start adopting kids, and financially you're not even prepared for that. So you getting out of that space and doing extra work at night. And now I was looking in your bio, it was saying uh, landscaping. That was really you guys got into landscaping too? Cause I want to. Cause you guys yeah. are really entrepreneurs. You know, you you didn't stay in one 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 area. You say, okay, I see opportunity, let me go. I see opportunity, let me go. Yeah,
1: and that's how my, that's us, and that's how it's been. You know, from going from the classroom, we start, a lot of times we say we went from the classroom to the boardroom. Okay, <laughs> um, but you know, we decided <laughs> we went. You know, we started the lawn care business first, landscaping and lawn care business. Okay, let's stop and right there. Don't don't say cleaning. that real quick.
0: Come on now, now. Landscape, cause I you know I, I, I have five acres. Okay, so I know when you say landscaping that can. That's not like, and I also got a, uh, 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 another home, my home in Houston. You know, it's a regular size yard, so a little man come in, you know, he he mowed, he's gone in like about a half hour or an hour, okay? After he does. Yeah. It. Now the one in Houston is kind of like, but uh, in Atlanta, they kind of like there for you know, a good six hours because they got to do all. The, so 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 that 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 means a team of people had to get involved. So I don't want to like jump so fast and just use the word landscaping. Are you doing, were you starting out doing small yards or were you, or did you elevate fast into the, into the, you know, the estate type properties? No,
2: you know, the thing is one step at a time. So we were crawling. So yeah, we were cutting small lawns at first and then we just continued to grow. Um, You know, we started putting flowers on doors, um, meeting with um, various people to get their business. So And so we're planting flowers. We're going to apartment complexes and things of that nature, getting their businesses um, and commercial properties um, as well. So that's how we started really being successful is going to these commercial properties and taking care of their, their, um, their lawn maintenance year round.
1: And then what I remember too, you know, it's so important whenever you're trying to go into a new industry or into a a new field that you also study what your competitors are already doing. So I can still remember when, when Martel and I first started um, getting residential clients and so we sat down and I created that flyer on the computer that we were going to pass out. I remember people had been putting, Marcia, I don't know if you remember this. This is so interesting. I remember people would put their um, land thinking cards um, or lawn care cards in our door asking, you know, pretty much they want your business, right? right, 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 but right you right. would have to call them. Then they would come out, give you an estimate. Then right. you would decide if you're going to go with all that right. time span. So, I remember us saying, okay, no, we're not going to go that that route because that's too too much of a time gap in between there. When we put our flyers out, here's what we would do. We would go ahead and write down the amount. There was a blank that we would leave where we would write in the amount that we would charge to cut that person's yard. So when they called us, it was on a call of, I
0: want you guys to take care of our lunch. That's smart. So we gained
1: like 50-60 residential I, clients. I can't so tell you how fast. smart that
0: is. I can't tell you how smart we can be back with more money-making conversations because what you just said frustrates me because I don't have time. You're some of now. So why we got to talk, be right back with more money-making conversations with the power couple Melody and Martell Holt of the Huntsville, Alabama, of the Love and Marriage Huntsville, of the— Oh man, they just thrive money-making conversations. Be right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money-Making Conversations on the phone. is Melanie and Martell Holt of Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, stars of the series, own series, Love and Marriage, Huntsville. Uh, we were talking about uh, entrepreneurship. We were talking about being able to transition from where people said that's the path. You got a degree. You got both of you teachers. That's where you should stay. But being able to make that transition you guys did it kind of simultaneously. You started developing your other option while you was working your full-time option, correct?
1: Oh, that's right. And that's the premise behind our book, The 9-to-5 Entrepreneur, 12 Questions to Consider Before Taking the Leap, because that's what we were. We were still doing our 9-to-5, but we were still pushing our entrepreneurial side. So that's that's the premise of the book.
2: And then one of the, things, one of the key elements to um, being, uh, I, I guess, having a 9-to-5 and then looking to go into business Do not give up your nine to five until you've established your business. Right. You know, a lot of people go wrong when they do that. Mm -hmm. They, they leave prematurely and they wonder why they're failing. It's because you need to establish that base before you take that leap.
0: You know? Right. I I agree. You know, I, I, when I was doing stand up, I I say I was, I'm always going to be a comedian at heart, but I was working at IBM and uh, in college and I was working there full time and You know, in '84, I was named Showtime's Funniest Comic in Texas. In '85, I was named Showtime's Funniest Comic in Texas. In '86, I was named Showtime's Funniest Comic in Texas. In '85, I made the finals with and lost to Ellen DeGeneres. So, but all that was happening while I was at IBM. And so in Uh, '86, that's
1: what I'm talking about.
0: You (laughs) understand? So, so when I left in '86, I had a brand. You know, and I so I hit the road, came through Alabama, Huntsville. You know, told my jokes at the movie theater that was doing a comedy at the time way back then, and I just went all over the country, just building my brand, building my brand. Moved to New York, so I understand and relate to what you're saying. It's kind of common yeah. sense, but people don't. When people get into the business, they kind of lose their common sense, don't they? They
2: do. They they do, because a lot of people they think it's so simple. Right on your own business, right. When it's just as complicated as having a nine to five,
1: right. Or they think, "Oh, I'm going to be my own boss," not realizing, no, you're you still have someone to answer to. You have clients, you know, that you'll be <laughs> answering to. You, you don't just get to come to work when you want to go to work.
2: And you have to be as disciplined as that nine to five when you have your own business.
0: As I'm gonna well. tell y'all something, man. I love both you guys. You. This is the stuff I say on a regular basis because what I tell people is this, and is that. That, that 40 hour week job that you have really is the example you should follow when you leave it because you no, have to ride to right. work on time. You have to apply yourself during that period. You have to have a function, a plan, you know, that allows you to be functional that day because people don't keep non-functional people at their jobs. You know, if you're not doing any work, they're going <laughs> to let you go. So that's saying – so right. people so people should understand that. So if it's 40 hours, you're doing eight hours a day, or taking an hour break, do the same thing. And you'll find that that will effectively lead you into a world of being a successful entrepreneur. Now, you're not Mm going to work 40 hours a week as an entrepreneur. You're going to work almost 80 hours a week or more because now's your passion. (laughs) Right. That's what people don't understand is that, you know, when you're converting passion to reality, reality means that, Mm -hmm. you know, you might wake up on Sunday. You might not go to church that Sunday. You might have to go do something. You you might have to run around, you know, so, but I, because I, I just love, but I I love the part of this conversation I'm having with you. You guys have great common sense. That's,
1: that's. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And what you said is so true. I can remember there have been multiple, you know, especially when we first got started, we had to miss certain family birthday celebrations, you know, with cousins or aunties and certain family trips and family barbecues. Why? Because we were out here working our business, working our (laughs) ideas. Trying to make those things happen. So, they, those were the sacrifices. And you got to keep in mind, Martell and I started our business. I was 22. Mm-hmm. Martell was 26. So, we were young. So, mm-hmm. we even, you know, our friends at that had time, they were out having fun, oh, yeah. having a good time, oh, partying yeah. on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, clubbing it up, I'm sure, right? And we were
2: somewhere <laughs> being dead tired. Right. We've been working
1: <laughs> and grinding, you know. So, but you get to read. The benefits and the harvest of what you've sown. So mm-hmm. we're we we're, we're very still thankful, and we don't regret any of those. Well, reasons. I've seen, I've reasons. seen,
0: the, I've seen the TV show, and I've seen pictures. You guys got it going on physically. Y'all look good as a couple, and y'all carry yourself. I see you in them, in them tailored suits there, uh, Martell. <laughs> all
2: them. right, all right, all you know,
0: right. Uh, oh no, no, no! You mess with the wrong brother, now. That, that's what I do, my man. That's what I do. Taylor there we suit. go. You know there because go. because you gotta know it's
2: the part two now.
0: Absolutely, because you got to invest in yourself. You got to invest in yourself. But when I say common sense, and, and it's so exciting. And I want to bring you back because I didn't know anything about the book. If you if you got have guys have time in your schedule, please come back and let's break down that book. Because I'm excited about promote that book. I don't know how long it's been out, but everything you guys are saying and referencing in that book is the same common sense mentality that I try to sell to everyday people on money making conversation. Because when you Ooh, said that I whole, agree. Come on, say what you're I agree. Because I tell say, people too, it's not. I mean, it's not complicated, really, to,
2: to to be an entrepreneur to own your own business. It's not magic either, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel um, you can get a lot accomplished by coming, uh, a common sense approach, right? And um, dedication and commitment, right. you know, and consistency. That right. consistency, I think, has set you apart Ooh. from a lot, you know.
1: Right. I can't tell you how many people we have helped or um giving contracts to like when we had our lawn care business and when you see those people are unable to to um succeed and fulfill the same way you did it show it would show us then like okay so it's not just about the contract is in your hand now but it's about what do you do after you've gotten that business that piece of business or that contract? how do you maintain that's right how Mm. do you maintain it after you've gotten it and unfortunately you know not answering your phone for clients whenever you know that you need to be answering your phone for them you know not showing up at the time you tell them you're going to so and not giving the same quality throughout the consistency and the same quality throughout the duration can mm-hmm. cause you to lose that contract so we've had contracts we've had you know we for, for years. years and then i leave the lung care business but we had a friend who wanted to get in the lung care business we gave him our contracts we said here you go Here's your start. Here you go. But he wasn't able to maintain hey, this, them nearly sad? as long as we kept
0: them because he was handed it. You know, it's, it's something about when you when you when you start, you, you the fear of losing it. Uh, like I said, getting up on Sunday because you know that's that's your baby. You know, that's that's your right. dream. Mm-hmm. When you hand mm-hmm. people dreams, sometimes they don't know the responsibility that comes with that dream because they only see the final results. They only see your lifestyle. Oh, they only see you showing up in, right. the, in the car, yeah. in the tailored suits, the hair cut right, the hair done right, the nails done right, the food on the table looking right. That's what they see. I want that. But they don't want to, but they don't know the consequences of keeping that. And that's what you're saying. You gave it to them or that person. And then next thing you know, oh man, you know, uh, it was cold outside. Oh man, you know I got, I yeah. can't hire the right people. Are you paying them? Are you paying them on time? You know, or or if you, if you if, what what's happening here? Because we were able to do it, and it's really sad because, you know, when you 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 become skeptical and sharing your success because if they don't do it right, it can affect your brand. It can reflect right. your 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 reputation mm-hmm. if you turn it over to somebody who can't. Well, deliver. definitely. Oh my goodness! That's why I look at people and go. I, I relatives when they want to borrow money from me, Martell, they have to sign an agreement. I always tell them, uh, 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 if you if you go to the bank, what they're gonna ask for. So why should I not have the same protection or statement that you owe me this amount of money? Oh, you my brother? Oh, you my cousin? Well, I don't care. Well, I'm just like this. Is all I want. And so you have to set standards, even in relationships, family, wives, girlfriend, cousin, older brother, parents. You gotta have right. rules, and that's what I keep hearing coming out of your your this power couple, the Holtz Holt and Holt. Common sense. That's what y'all y'all need to write a book called Common Sense. You you guys are incredible. That's your next I love book. That. That's your next book, Common Sense. Common sense. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. But now, before I get off the phone, we talked about the landscaping. Now, what is Holt Custom Homes? What is that?
1: Well, you know, earlier how we talked a little bit about one thing can lead to the next one step at a time, <laughs> Martel said. So we went from, ed- you know, being teachers to lawn care to cleaning um, and then someone told us about this industry called property preservation. So we were doing lawn care and cleaning on HUD homes mm-hmm. for closed properties. And then, you know, they started asking us to do small repairs. Right. So we started doing small repairs. Then I still remember when we got our first work order, Martell, I don't know if you remember this, to demolish a property. I'm sure you remember that. Mm -hmm. we are like, oh, we never demolished a property, but okay, we're going to do it.
2: Definitely can do it. We did it, made that happen. And then
1: we got a work order, I think it was $127,000 is what I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, to demolish and rebuild about a 1,200-square-foot home Mm -hmm. in Rimlap, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And we had never built a home before, but we pulled together the right resources and the right people to do it. And we accomplished that task,
2: and, then, and this was um several years this ago too. Several
1: years ago, mm-hmm. and so from there, like maybe around this was maybe March until around twenty thirteen. Okay, and then yeah. from there, we decided, oh well, we're going to get our home builder's license and custom build homes. And yeah, because
2: because it's like okay, we're building these houses for the banks, yeah. right? So we definitely can do it ourselves, right? Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. we just
0: add that to our
1: check mark. Yes, right.
0: that that that's awesome because that's what I talk about is fear because. There is always an option to be successful. Like you said, go out and find the people who—that's what they do. You know, you find a person yeah. that's—you're not—you're not supposed to pour the, the concrete. Go find somebody. That's what they do. Pour the concrete. That's
1: right. A, a that's right. Delegate.
0: Who, delegate. De- delegate. But delegate. With, with,
1: but be over here delegating too much. Don't get him started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, delegate, I delegate everything. <laughs> Bro, hey, brother, you gotta sleep. But I always tell people, you know, I remember when I started uh, with the early years of managing Steve Harvey. You know, I I, I booked the car. I uh, booked the flights. Uh, I picked us up. I uh, bought all the food when we went out. And then I realized, you know, so, Rashawn, you got to start getting extra people around you security, get call somebody to book your flights and you book your car services. And that's, I started delegating to Martel. So you yeah. need to tell her to be quiet. I know that's your wife and everything. She's beautiful. But she can't tell. She can't interrupt you when you're delegating. Delegating is a beautiful thing, my brother. That's that's right. It make you feel so much better. Make you feel better, look better, look younger. You know what I'm saying? You don't wake yeah. up with your back hurting. Delegate that. Pick up over there. Delegate that. Go that that go do something for me. Just just is delegate is the way to go. Delegate all. So so whatever you say, Miss Hope, I can't join you on that. He can delegate all he wants. Now I'm sure you're a delegator too, aren't you? Because I can hear you talk. Yeah. You you almost <laughs> wanted to tell me something to do a couple of times during this interview. Because I know you tell people <laughs> yeah. to do on a regular basis. 22, you 22. You're 26.
1: Delegate. I delegate, but not as much as Martell. You know, I do believe in balance. Oh. Um, and I think that a lot of times, you know, whenever we are um, with someone, it's great whenever you can, I'ma you know, they you kind something. of, you're yin I'ma to your you yang. It. They offer that balance to you. you're not going to so. fool
0: me with this church voice. <laughs> uh, uh, Martell, I don't know how you handle it, brother. You know. You was four years older. You you just a patient brother with that church voice. She, you know you just start getting in an argument. She gonna pull out that praise the Lord voice on you. You don't know what to do. You know you We're gonna already growl. know don't you? I know, man, <laughs> dude. I'm up here talking about. You know she will throw out that little sweet. Alabama voice on you, but I know she's a cutthroat in negotiation. All that, cause oh, I know Lord, you, you, can, you I can listen to and tell that. That's I'm gonna right. just tell you this. Now you was probably when that when that opportunity to demolish that home and rebuild it, you were thinking about it, wasn't you, Martell? She had already started planning it. Why can't we do it? <laughs> well, baby, well, baby, listen. What? That's right. Why? She had already had plans on the kitchen table. Everything you going? Cause we 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 as men we think things out. We, we, we think mm-hmm. of it. Women go, why can't we? And then it, then it forced us to be in a position to go, yes, we can. So so it's a good power couple relationship. So whenever mm-hmm. one is thinking that they can't do it, the other one's pushing them out the door. If everyone is saying the car can't start, the other one, look, got the hood up. Why can't it start? Let's make it start. And that's why I love about this phone call because your next book, I'm just telling you, Hope family, Common Sense. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you have common time sense. in 2020... I want to bring you back on my show, and if you ever come up to Atlanta, I'd love for you to come in studio and sit down, and let's talk oh, about what? the common oh, sense of oh, what yeah, you are doing. We can be there next
1: do. week whenever you want us. Oh, well,
0: yeah, we come to Atlanta, Austin. Yeah. Well, good, because I'm, we're going to get you back on the show, because next week I'll be in Napti because I'll be uh, marketing my show for fall distribution, distribution, of money, money-making conversation on network television. So, my friends. Awesome, awesome. Know that we're in a position to win. Know we're in a position to be special. But more importantly, thank you for for spending the time with me the last 30 minutes on this show. And share nuggets. Share nuggets of information. Common sense information. All the way from Huntsville, Alabama. (laughs) Thank you, teammates. I appreciate you. We talk soon.